So now I really work with both live people and ghosts. Um, I made that trans transition because ghosts don't actually pay people. <laughs> they would be dead. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I know. Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. How to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me a floor plan reading expert. Energy design is like astrology for your home and your life. And who doesn't want more of that? I believe in all things pretty. In fact, my team and I love the pretty. But what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Amanda Gates. And today I have on spiritual healer extraordinaire, Allison Ledbetter. Allison has a wide ranging skill set of Reiki, energy healing, mediumship, past life regression, and spiritual guidance all rolled into one. But I don't want to get into labeling her skill set because it is so wide ranging and goes way beyond the English language of what these skills even represent. A few weeks ago, I did a session with Allison just to get kind of a feel for what she does. And I realized that calling her a quote unquote Reiki healer or a quote unquote energy healer uh, was pretty limiting, <laughs> if I do say so myself. Uh, actually, uh, over the summer, I, as many of you know, I had a session with Alba Weinman and I had this past life where I died in a cave and I, in the vision that I had with this life, I saw a man very old with a long beard and I just labeled him Merlin because that was the first name that came to me and that's who I thought it was. And I actually thought this man was me, but I learned in my session with Allison, as she and I were getting to know each other and talking, she kept looking over my left shoulder and I was like, girl, what are you looking at? And she started laughing and she said, there's this very old man uh, with a long beard standing next to you. He's a very old, wise guide, like he's been around since the beginning of time. And she said he was holding a, like a staff and had uh, a bunch of goats or something around him. I think it was goats. But it was, she described the exact same thing that I saw in my vision when I went and saw Alba. So it was really comforting, really cool. And she also uh, found what was called a shapeshifter energy that was portraying itself as a guide that had actually attached to my spine. And let me tell you, if you're hearing this and freaking out, <laughs> one, I understand, but two, energy attachments are real. And I've had chronic back pain my entire life. And she took this damn thing off of me and out of me. And I haven't had any pain since. So seriously, she could have told me I had aliens or tree stumps or I don't know what in my back. And if I had known that I'd feel this damn good, I would have done it a lot sooner. So um, it had a lot to do with past lives. And apparently, 
uh, as she put it, I've been jonesing for magic, which sounds nothing like me. Uh, and I may have delved into some not so good magical practices in a couple of my past lives. So apparently that's where I picked this thing up. But the good news is it's gone. So um, if you're uh, really, you know, dealing with some negative stuff and you can't seem to remedy it, this is definitely the person you're going to want to talk to because she does things virtually as well. Okay, some quick housekeeping. This Sunday is my class at Half Moon Yoga. I'll be teaching you about negative energy, what it is, how to remove it, and why it matters. And also don't forget, I've got New Year New Energy still open for enrollment. I'm going to leave it open for a couple more weeks. Uh, and in true Amanda fashion, I'm overdoing it and giving y'all a gazillion things. I mean, this is my wood nature to an extreme. Uh, you'll be getting an instructional video uh, that I'm going to, you know, just teach you how to properly call in the New Year energy. Uh, I've put together three different ceremonies. So you'll be getting three different ebooks that with instructions in them about ceremonies to call in the new year that uh, change and shift the energy in you and shift the energy in your family and change and shift the energy of your home. I also have included a video on cultivating chi, uh, an explanation video of above and below the cross energies. And... Uh, I've got an energy guide on how to wield energy in a powerful way so that you can manifest what you want and actually achieve it. And that ain't all. I'm also including a stone kit and a mini reading by me. So holy crap. It is jam-packed full of good stuff. And it's only 179 bucks, y'all. I mean, other healers that offer programs that are like this charge more and give less. So if you want to learn how to do this the right way, be sure to head on over to my website, uh, interiorvibes.com to learn more and purchase. And finally, just a fun callback to my book, Easy Everyday Habits to Be More Eco-Friendly. You can find it on Amazon and I encourage every one of you to pick up a copy and get the kids involved. It's one of the reasons why I wrote it. I want everybody involved in this eco-revolution. But my friend Amy Ray, many of you have heard me uh, mention her, uh, she tells me all the time how I'm always way ahead of the curve and I'm always way ahead of my time. And all you need to do is pay attention to Amanda's musings and you'll always be ahead of the curve. So you have my spirit guides to thank for that. That's no joke. I'm always like a stream of consciousness and I just spew stuff out. People will mention to me things that I've said on past podcasts and I'm like, really? I said that? So, you know, when I start recording, it's like I tap into the higher awareness and y'all get to benefit from it. But uh, a couple years ago, I had Sabrina Riccio on the show and she and I discussed the importance of psychedelics and how it would be the future of depression and anxiety. Well, guess what's the future of depression and anxiety? You guessed it, psychedelics. And no surprise, uh, my book, Easy Everyday Habits to Be More Eco-Friendly, I discussed in chapter four everything that you need to know about carbon and why it's important, including circular process called planet sequestration. Well, guess what Whole Foods just named as the number one trend for 2020? You guessed it, planet sequestration. 
I'm going to be including that article into the show notes. If you want to uh, read the article, um, I, you know, I just love putting this stuff on your radar because it matters. Being ahead of the curve means more of you will be educated and making a difference and educating others, which helps raise the collective. So that's super important. So just head on over to the show notes on our website, interiorvibes.com and type in Allison Ledbetter and her show will come up and we will have the article there. Alrighty, today, Alice and I will talk about purpose, having special gifts, why light workers are being called to action now, and how we all harbor intuition if we just surrender to it. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome, Allison, to the show. I'm so excited you're here. Oh, it's such an honor. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to have you on. Um, for the listeners today, uh, Allison and I actually know each other. She's actually done some sessions for me. But before we dive into the super uber juicy stuff, I just want to know, you know, I've had a lot of healers on the show before, and there's this pinnacle moment in your life, in your childhood, that you realize that you're different. So when did you know that you were different from the other kids and that you had all these amazing abilities? So I don't actually know that I kind of got that I was different until I was in my 20s. And I mistakenly went to a weekend retreat um, that taught me Reiki because a friend invited me and I really had no idea that people did healing with their hands, with their minds. Um, I just wasn't even aware of that entire world. And during this weekend, um, as I was being initiated, like nature started to respond to me in a very, uh, large way. These two black ravens came to the window and just started talking and singing at the top and ravens are loud and I started to really feel like wait a minute I have this different understanding happening inside of me about people's wholeness and about where their truth is and I understand very deeply about the soul and kind of the mechanics of the soul. And that moment, that weekend, I was like, wow. And then the other pivotal moment was definitely um, after my mom passed away, she started speaking to me. Um, and she made it safe for me to be a medium. She was kind of my guide. And, you know, leave it to your mom to stand up and say, hey, I'm here. I know you can hear me. And this is really a real thing. And I was just blown out of the water. And then that's when I started um, kind of directing my life towards making healing uh, full time, um, you know, occupation, but not even an occupation, just my life. Yeah, I love that you were aware enough to know that the ravens were something special. I, I talk a lot on this show about nature spirits. It's probably one of the strongest ways that spirit speaks to me. And um, 
I've had a landscaper on the show, Ben Hale. Hey, Ben. I know he listens to the show, <laughs> um, but I've been getting him into nature spirits. And, and he has said to me, like, I didn't really pay attention. And he's like, now I'm paying attention. And he's like, they're loud. And I'm like, yeah, you know, if you really honor it and respect it, like they have a lot to say. And you're right, ravens can be really loud. So what a gift that they brought you those. <laughs> well, and it, it really shocked the entire group that was there for this. And I was totally shocked. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> and nature spirits very much come all the time. I can see them visually on the other plane when I'm working and also just outside in nature. And I always feel kind of just a little bit of a whisper and right before I see an animal that's showing up to send me a message. Mm, I love that. And I, I think it's great for the listeners to know, like I, I say it all the time on the show, but it's serious business. I mean, if you really open yourself up to it and look for it, it comes to you and you'll get ahas and you'll get an understanding. And it, it's great. Deborah here in the office, you know, something will happen. I should be like, okay, what does this mean? <laughs> like she's like trained now when a deer comes out in front of her or she sees a chipmunk or a squirrel or, you know, but it's in an odd way. She's like, okay, this means something. <laughs> for sure. You know, definitely look for the animal signs. So when did you start really, you know, you, you have this amazing, uh, awareness, this kind of, uh, expansive moment in your life and you realize, wow, there's, there's really something to this. You know, what did you start doing at this moment to start honing this gift and opening yourself up to it so that you could help others? Um, I think it was really, I began listening to what my soul was doing. Um, it, kind of turns back out that as I look back on my life, my soul um, helps people that have actually died cross over. Sometimes um, we don't realize and think we're in charge of our soul and our ego gets in the way of our process of communing with the divine energy upon death. And when we choose fear over love, we get stuck. And so I kept having these experiences with um, people that we would maybe call ghosts or souls that were stuck and didn't choose love. They chose fear. And my gift is to help them unite back with their heart to connect with love and as soon as they do that, the doors open and they cross over. And the greatest and most beautiful part of watching this process happen, being a witness to it and helping facilitate the process, is clearly that each individual is loved and that their free will and how they experience love is honored. And there's nothing... Um, no fear needed. The love is unconditional. There's karma, there's a review of life, but there's so much support on the other side and it's who we are. So I started talking to ghosts, um, kind of 
not by my own will, but watching my soul self do it. And then I became more and more conscious of the process. And then I started actually working with uh, the energy on, on a regular basis. I love that. I don't really want to, I hate pigeonholing healers because I think that, you know, we're so expansive. And I feel like as we're really raising into the fifth dimension, we're getting even more expansive. But explain to the audience a little bit, you know, you're a medium, um, you do Reiki, you do a lot more, but just explain to the audience, you know, what that means. Like, um, what are those gifts and how does it help people? So now I really work with both live people and ghosts. Um, I made that trans transition because ghosts don't actually pay people. <laughs> they would be dead. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I know. So that's kind of the side job now. Um, and that actually happens more spontaneously when I'm traveling or just out in the world. And so now I work with people and I absolutely love helping people connect with their own soul. I listen to any of the pain or stuck energy in the energy field and we release it physically uh, from the body. And I help them design affirmations around changing what they've released, kind of the negative stuck fear from the body into replacing it with love and support and guidance, um, internal guidance. I help build, uh, I help people build their personal relationship of trust with their own authentic self. So I do that in personal sessions. I also do it in group class settings. Um, and then I, I also do meditation. I think meditation um, is absolutely our window into being authentic. And the more time we spend meditating or spend paying attention to our divine self, our authentic self, which we do during meditation, the more our life is fulfilled, the more we feel a connection to ourselves, the more we listen and life gets easy. The synchronicity flows. And so my goal really is to help any individual where they are to connect to their divine truth. We all have a path. Everyone. We all have purpose. It's there. Love. Well, and I think we all have that deep intuition within us, but we don't trust. And because we're not doing things like meditation, we're frenetic and crazy and we get ourselves worked up in a froth of anxiety and fear. And, you know, we're not in that place of authenticity and love. And so it really tethers us to the 3D world, which can be quite dense and heavy. Um, and we can get so caught up in the illusion of it all, right? Yes, we certainly can. So we certainly can. I, um, as the audience knows, I went and did a regression in um, August with Alba Weinman. And it was crazy because in my session, uh, one of my past lives that I had, I was a thief. I was a young thief. And that lifetime ended with an old man with a long beard and I coined him Merlin. And I thought I was this man, didn't think much of it. 
And then I go and I have my session with Allison and she blew me away because she kept looking to my left shoulder and I'm like, girl, what are you looking at? And she's like, you've got this dude next to you who's like in this robe <laughs> with this long beard and sheep and he looks like Merlin. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Tell us about that story. Like it blew me away because it validated, you know, just that, well, all kinds of things like Allison's the real deal here. I mean, but what great validation that I've got this guide with me. But I mean, I think that's another great thing is that you help bridge the gap of guides and angels that surround us and, you know, um, helping us connect to our purpose. Well, to speak to kind of the first part is to recognize that there is consistency and patterns that are really real in energy. And so when we have a guide, they show up to more than just one intuitive or medium that, that isn't, this isn't just a free fall. It's not like, um, people are, you know, a lot of people think, well, how do you know it's real what you're seeing on the other side? And it's like, well, I know it's real because other people can validate and see different parts of what I'm seeing. We all have unique gifts, but there's so much consistency of energy um, in these other dimensional fields. Um, and so I love that, um, you know, I can be validated or, um, did you say Alma is her name? Alba, Alba Weinman. Alba. Yes. That she is, um, seeing a truth too. The truth is consistent with each individual. And so to be, and know that you're feeling and hearing a story really makes it you. It's not a story. It's a truth that's happening on the other dimensional space. So, I just thought it was great because, you know, it wasn't that I questioned it. It was just like, oh, cool. I turned into an old man and, you know, died in that lifetime, whatever. And, you know, it was validation for me because you saw the same exact individual that I had. And I was like, oh, it wasn't me. He was a guide and he's clearly been with me a long time. I mean, this thief was like in Roman times, which was like 2000, you know, 3000 years ago. So obviously he's been with me a long time, but then it was so great. You were able to give me more information. Um, and to me, knowledge is key. It just, it opened me up that much more. Um, you know, you told me that he's, he's been with me a long time and that this, this guy, this energy goes back a long time. Right. And that, you know, um, he's very, very old, very, very, very wise. old, very wise. And it just, it was so, for me, that it was so great to walk away with that information because now I work with him, you know, when I'm in my meditation and I, I don't know that his name is Merlin, but that's what I've nicknamed him. And, and they're very flexible on their names because literally they have energetic names and names that are really hard, I think, to pull from the other side into this space. Sometimes they don't always make sense. Yeah, they sound to weird me. too. Like yeah. you've got weird sounds and stuff. And so I've I've just nicknamed him Merlin. But my traits, the way that my person, the way I carry myself, the way that I speak, the way that I am, 
you know, not that I ever questioned my cadence or anything, but when you said he was very old and very wise and I was channeling a lot of his energy, I was just like, oh my God, that makes so much sense because mm -hmm. I'm so methodical and people always say that I'm wiser, you know, than my years. And like they, it was just so validating to hear that. And I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. And so I was able to walk away with, okay, now I understand a lot about how I am and who I am and why I am the way that I am. I need to work more closely with this energy. So like, you know, it's funny because as I get older and I learn more and more about the energy on the other side, like the other day I was driving downtown to go meet a friend for dinner and it's like, I must look nuts in my car because I'm like, hey, Merlin, hey, Sarah, hey, Gerard, hey, Dragons. Like I'm calling in everybody and it takes me like a good five minutes to get, you know, all the names. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> but I'm calling them all in. Archangel Michael, like the whole crowd, I'm calling them all in and like, you know, let's drive safely. Let's get on the road. Let's send peace and love and compassion. And like, I'm talking to them. And luckily our cars now have phones in them. So people probably just think I'm talking on my phone, but like I'm talking <laughs> to my guides. <laughs> I think, I think though your wisdom doesn't only come from your spirit guides, but comes from the fact that our past lives have so much experience and that's what's held in the authentic self. And so uh, to, to use my own life as an example, I didn't know that I was a healer. I had no idea. I, di I didn't go to school and have my intuition promoted. And when I say I started listening, I was actually listening to a wisdom that I've developed over thousands and thousands of years. And this is true for everyone. We have great wisdom through our intuition, through listening to our authentic selves, through talking to our guides, through using this whole side of us that's energy, but it actually comes first. It comes before your third dimensional reality. I think it's that what sense. creates. It actually creates the third dimensional reality. So to fold in and know, hey, I'm wise. I'm wise. I'm a wise healer. I've only, I've always used the belief that the teachers I've needed will come to me and that I will listen to myself unfold. And that's where this wisdom, my whole life is based on that wisdom from other lifetimes. Yeah. I, and I, I think that was something else that you validated for me. Um, in two of my sessions, I've learned that, you know, I've been in Atlantis. I was in Lemuria. Like I've had a lot of, like, I've been around a long time. Why the hell I'm still here? I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> but what I found interesting was that you were able to pull that information in as well. Um, and I think that that's important for us to understand that we've been doing this a long time, you know, um, that that wisdom is there. And I think what was the funniest thing that I took away from our session was that um, this idea that I'm jonesing for magic. <laughs> you know, it's like crack for me. Like I'm jonesing for magic. And it's because, you know, the first time that I came in, I had 100% 
full magic. And many lifetimes I had a hundred percent full magic. And as the, the planet got denser and denser, I was losing my skills and it wasn't coming as easily. And so it, that made so much sense to me because it is absolutely 1000% true. I've been jonesing for magic this entire lifetime. Like, you know, how do I tap into uh, my greatest intuition? How do I become the best? Heal? Like I truly have been jonesing for it. And I almost felt in my early years, especially like there was something wrong with me. I was like, are people this addicted to this? Like, so for you to say that, that was something else that validated the way that I felt towards, you know, it's one of the reasons why I have this podcast is to create a platform where other people can get education. I can't tell you how many healers I have on this show that didn't know that they had these skill sets or did not have you know, we're in this traditional system that's quite conservative and conventional and analytical. And it's like, none of us are taught how to hone these skills. None of us are right. taught at an early age that it's okay to see dead people, that it's okay to talk with spirit. It, a lot of us, you know, it's shut out of us and it's shut down. It was for me. And so, you know, I, I, for, it's very odd how every single person practically every person I talk to has something from childhood that they think is really unique and it is for sure. But it's that element of intuition, that element of um, there's something aware that I'm aware of that isn't um, seen, you know, and people have that all the time and to trust it, to build on it. That's the key, and it should be taught in schools because that's our that would solve so many anxiety issues for people. It's <laughs> our innate nature issues. It is our nature. Your intuition is your nature. How you listen to a wisdom that's actually guiding your physical world, why would that not be first? I, I'm just mm -hmm. blown away that it's not first. Right. And then the key, as you said, wanting the world to be more magical, it's absolutely magical on a daily basis in my life. And it comes more and more for people as they align, as they get grounded. So I'm grounded in my spiritual energy. I'm moving it through my body and the universe responds to it. The universe goes, I'm listening to you. I am here to support your creation and it's true for everyone the universe surrounding you the field of energy surrounding your being is there to respond and give you what you're creating and so when you're aligned and you're listening and your intention is with love creation starts happening like rapid fire yeah, the and synchronicities the, start coming the in. Synchronicity is all the time. Mm -hmm. And the now moment, and you let go of the worry and you move into a place of I'm cared for and I'm loved and I'm supported. And what I'm do you think listening. is the one thing that prevents people from really accepting this information and knowing that they truly do? I, I can't tell you how many people say, Oh, I'm not intuitive. And it's like, and they so the, are because they are. their brain is designed to be that you can't not be intuitive. You can deny it and in 
and not listen, but it's there. And as soon as you say, I'm willing to listen, it starts. It's not a magical, like, listening to your intuition is not a skill for only a few people. Everyone has it. It's a part of you. You can't separate from that. You can not listen, but you can't separate from it. I know it's a fine line there. And absolutely, you have to say, I'm listening to my divine self. I'm listening to my truth, my gifts. I think we get afraid that um, the universe doesn't get the big picture. Well, <laughs> I, right? Well, yeah. I really want to accomplish this financial goal, or I really want to have my kids go to this school. Um, and we get all this um, weird stuff in the way. And I had a very serious life change, um, a financial life change, where I had to change um, my foundation of money to foundation of love. And I literally had a man basically steal million dollars from us. Mm. And you wake up and you're like, wait a minute, my whole financial world is gone. And I had to, and it was a wonderfully beautiful lesson of, that's right. You've got to move from money and the third, like, that world being your foundation to love, to trust of your own intuition. And I did. And it's the most beautiful, just, I'm so grateful for the experience and the final push to put me in the place of that's right. Love is my foundation. Well, my and that's intuition. my teacher would call that, you know, taking a step back, not getting so caught up in the froth and really taking a step back and saying, you know, let's focus on the lesson, not the loss. Like, what is it that I'm really taking away from this? Yeah. And that alone, the awareness, because that's where you can hold the heart space of gratitude, right? Yes. That's where you can really sit there and go, oh my God, you know, like I look at my uh, marriage and I look at, you know, we, we were only together, well, we were together 12 years and it could be very easily, you know, thought of as, oh my God, I wasted 12 years. But I really look at it with such gratitude of how much he taught me. You know, he was a narcissist and very selfish and very sociopathic in a lot of ways. And it's like, I could really emerge from that as a victim, but I chose to emerge from that and say, oh my God, my God, this man taught me so much. And he, you know, he took so much from me, but it gave me so much more and you can't get so caught up in the energy of, you know, oh, why me and poor me? And, it, you know, I can't believe this happened to me. You have to the emerge. victim. Yes. <laughs> the you victim to... role state is when you stay stuck. Yeah. And like, man, you know, like when I go to do something and I, I feel like, man, I'm really knocking this out of the park. And I'm like, oh my God, the seed was planted for this when I was in my marriage. Oh my yes. gosh. I learned this from him. And I'm just, you know, when I have those moments, that's when I'm doing that five minutes of calling everybody in and I'm like, okay, let's sit down. Let's have a meeting. I want to thank everybody. <laughs> yeah, let's, have a, let's have a council meeting. <laughs> I love that. 
I th- I definitely I definitely think that all painful experiences are there to wake you up to a deeper truth and understanding about love. I don't think this world is is based on um I think uh, how do I say this? Through my understanding of witnessing the crossing of so many people to um you know, to their true divine nature upon death and seeing that and knowing you cannot take money with you when you die. Mm. Life is not about money. Never once has the conversation even come up. No, that's not true. I had a few people go like, I don't know how I'm going to support myself on the other side. I'm like, what? No. (laughs) What? No food either. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's an energy thing. It's like there. It's a very beautiful system. It's not, you don't have to earn it in this perception that you have here. And I think we can have that perception of being separate from the, the money part being our main source of safety and security. It's ridiculous. It doesn't provide that. Even when I was really wealthy, I still had anxiety and stress. Well, it's because I wasn't aligned. So money's not the goal. Love's the goal. The goal is how did I love the people around me? How did I treat them? How did I show up in every moment and bring the most love to that situation? And that includes loving ourselves. That most definitely includes loving who you are. Well, and the thing is, is that when you can reach that space and really sit in that space and honor that space, what do you find? You find contentment and it doesn't matter the things that you have and the money that you have. And, and, you know, I, I think you're right. I think a lot of people get caught up in the things um, because they're accumulating and becoming consumers because there's a void they're trying to consume to fill the void. And they think if they make a little bit more money, if they get the bigger house, if they buy more shoes, that it, then they'll be content. Then they'll be happy. But in, at the end of the day, it takes those big losses. You know, it, it takes those traumatic events to kind of propel us to the other side so that we can see, oh, this is what it's really about. It has nothing yeah. to do with those things. It has nothing to do with what I thought was going to give me the contentment. This is what it's about. And I think that's when the aha comes in. And then you have the aha and you do the trust part with the universe and boom, that like the finances flowed right back into our life. But it was after saying and still maintaining that love is my foundation. Now, what do you say to, you know, I think that you're right. Love is the number one um, lesson because when we come into this world, we forget. We forget who our authentic, our authentic, oh, good Lord. (laughs) That word. Authentic? Yes. Uh, We forget our nature. We forget that we're spiritual. We forget that we are an unconditional loving energy and that we come from this beautiful space and we come into this world. That's shifting. 
I think yeah, we're going I, into five D. <laughs> I so many kids come in now and they're wide awake and they're conscious, and it's that it's an illusion to think that we're not having the potential to remember. I do think if we supported the intuition right away, that we would see immediately that it's us that is shutting down the the gift in children. One thousand percent. And it is ridiculous that we don't have a system that supports uh, the children. They, they see, they talk to the other side. They have incredible understanding and awarenesses that aren't through um, the five senses. Yes. You know, it's yes. very alive. So who shuts it down? God's not shutting it down. No, but where I was going, I agree. I think that the children coming in are going to save this planet. I mean, their software is totally different than ours, but it's totally different for the, for the older crowd. I think that (laughs) because they have forgotten and they have gotten beaten down and they've, they've gotten kind of sucked up into the, the really cut off. Yeah. And the density of it all, you know, when you say the word love, a lot of them, you know, they're like, oh, I tried that. It didn't work. Or I'm not, you know, nobody loves me and there's no love for me. And they've really got it in this loop in their brain that, you know, that, um, love doesn't exist. Yes. Love isn't real. There's no such thing. Like, you know, my heart was broken. I will never do that again. You know, I think that this could be really intimidating for people to say, look, love is the answer. And they're like, nope, not real, not doing it. So, so there are two ways to really embrace love as the answer. One is start meditating. Listen to the Beatles. <laughs> no, yeah, the Beatles too. But when you start meditating and you really go into your heart space and you say, I am accepting love, you will find this incredible source of internal love. Joy is internally yours and inside of your body. And it is a discipline. I meditate because I experience joy. I'm not going to a place of stillness. I'm going to a place of total gratitude and grace and love and fulfillment when I'm in my heart. That is where you meet your heart chakra, the center of your being, and all this love from the universe is there. And I am constantly saying, I'm accepting love and support. And it's not from another human being. And then this starts building. You start feeling love. You start giving the love. You start detaching from what another person has to give back to you. See, that's the three-dimensional. Well, I'll give you this and you have to give me that back. Well, bullshit. That doesn't work. What works is I love you. And I'm going to let go of your results. Unconditionally. Yes. Yeah. And the more, and you can do that when you get that you are loved unconditionally and you fold into the source that's in your own being, your soul, you are loved unconditionally. Feel it. It's always there. It, it hasn't left you. You leave it in your consciousness. So bring your consciousness back to your heart and accept. I accept the love here and it's there and it does take discipline and practice and it takes you to say, I'm willing I'm willing to accept that there might be love inside of me 
and it's from a divine source. Call it whatever you want. Call it Buddha, call it Jesus, call it God, call it universal love, I, you know, any name you want. I was trying real. to say earlier, authenticity. That's the word I was trying to get out. Authenticity, <laughs> yes. But that's, that's what you're talking about. That's what you're calling in. Whatever that energy is, it, it's your authentic self. Yes. To honor that. I'll add to that, you know, I think that in our culture, in a lot of ways, we've, we've become um, quite shut down in a lot of ways. We've gotten beaten down. And I just want to put this out there. I've been doing something kind of fun. And, you know, my world is already awesome. I love my life. It's amazing. You know, I'm extremely content. I'm extremely happy. Um, I'm vibrating like I've never been vibrating before. But what I decided to do is I read this book. And this gal was talking about how, you know, I, I just got my real estate license and it was a real estate book. And she said, you know, I, I've, she said, I'm an extreme introvert. Like I have severe anxiety in crowds. I hate talking to people. And she's like, and I've just stupidly gotten into this business where I'm supposed to be, you know, none of those things. And she said, but what I decided to do is for the next 365 days, I was just going to say yes. And she said it was the most miserable thing I've ever done. And she said it was also the most brilliant thing I've ever done because the opportunities that opened up for me, as long as it wasn't risque or illegal, I said yes to it. So I was like, you know, I remember seeing the Jim Carrey movie. I've read the yes book. Like, you know, this isn't a new concept, but I've never really done it. So I put out to the universe and I'm sharing this because what Allison is talking about is you know, when you're saying those affirmations and you're putting it out there, you're throwing energy into it. The universe, especially now will immediately respond to you. So I decide that I'm going to do this yes thing. And as long as it isn't risque or illegal, I'm going to say yes. I literally make the commitment and I say this. And five minutes later, a friend reaches out to me who I haven't seen in eight years. We've known each other since college. I met him in 1995 and he says, totally random. And you probably, you know, this is last minute I know, but would you perchance be able to catch dinner tonight? I, I happen to be in town for a conference, but I leave tomorrow. So I said, yes. And it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and not that that's something you would say no to, but you know, it was late. Um, we're talking like really last minute, you know, and like th I could have, there could have been a lot of excuses where I could have said, uh, you know, I'm in my PJs and it's been a long day and oh my gosh, you want me to drive all the way downtown. And you, there's a lot of excuses that I could have come up with. There's a lot of reasons why I could have said no. And it was just such a great example of how I literally put it out there and said, okay, I'm going to do this. And bam, the universe is like, okay, you're going to do this. Here you go. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. So I, I love that. I love, I love going to a place and saying, bring to me what I can do for the universe. What can I do to make this world a better place? What can I say yes to? Yeah. How can and I, I immediately got an answer? Like talk about yeah. instant manifest manifestation within five minutes. Yeah. That's I was brilliant. like, boom. Holy cow. <laughs> and I was like, well, shit, I can't say no. Cause I literally just asked for this and they responded like, 
I almost wanted to say, um, oh gosh, what else do I need? Like if we're, we're working at this speed, like <laughs> world peace and <laughs> you know, like if we're going to operate this quickly, I need to think of uh, maybe some bigger goals here. <laughs> it's so true. I keep saying I need to write my book and then authors or people that are really great writers come into my book or come into my life. And I'm kind of like, right, I definitely need them in my life to help me do this. And I'm still pausing on it. And I'm like, oh my goodness, Allison, they keep showing up. The universe keeps giving it to you. I'm like, right. <laughs> They're like, here you go. Oh wait, she's not listening. Here you go. It's kind of like I me know. with real estate. Like spirit was whispering. And Oprah used to say this, you know, it comes in with a whisper and then they try to have a conversation and then they just start roaring at you. <laughs> it's so true. Now they're oh. shouting at you. No, I'm very clear that it's there. And sometimes, I mean, I have these conversations. I'm like, you all are ready. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm ready. Let's go. It's, it's a very open conversation that I have with the, the other side or the universe or in my heart. Yeah. Well, and sometimes it's hard because, you know, I'm also writing a book. I actually started it at the beginning of the year and I'm only on chapter seven. And it's like, I keep having to set it aside because there's so many other things that keep coming in, like the real estate. And it's like, okay, folks on the other side, like, I know you can do a gazillion things, but <laughs> my human self, like I got to do one thing at a time here. <laughs> They're like, and now you need to do this and this and this and this. And it's like, okay, like, I'm going to need some posty notes. <laughs> I have to say something that's really helped me deal with that is the now moment. Um, I used to get really um, like, there is so much to do and I, how do I manage it? And I finally kind of really let go. And when I say there are times where I'm saying, well, I can't do that right now it's when I really step out of myself. When you really let go and allow the universe kind of to run your heart opening, your schedule and your time looks much different than what you thought you should be doing. And that has been, I'm actually currently going through that kind of deep surrender. And some days I really get it and I'm shocked. I'm like, okay, well, that's what we're doing today. All right. And then other days I'm like, <laughs> no, no, that's not going to work out. <laughs> so <laughs> It really is a surrender uh, process of trusting that the universe has you. And again, building that relationship of trust um, is, you know, because we've been so 3D and we're moving into the fifth dimension and into a place where thought um, literally comes into form much faster. Uh, I yeah, I think we're all starting to experience that. Oh, yes, it's brilliant. And um, really being open to your life looking differently than what it was. And truthfully, what a great move because so many lives are painful and so many lives are shut down. So why not trust? Why not just go for the weirdness? It's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. welcome to the light side. Yeah. Like, come on it, over. It works so much better. Yeah, I 1000%. I agree if you just trust it's it can be very scary um to take the leap because it's like oh my god what if and how about this and and like that you know the analytical side gets in but if you can just 
trust. And I love the idea of the now moment because it's, it's like, don't think about tomorrow or six days from now or yesterday. Think about right now. Yeah. I think it's a lot easier to manage and then you can really step outside of the anxiety and the overwhelm and just focus on right now. And you, you really do get it done in that when you let go. I mean, literally this morning I was like, wow, right now I really need to sit down and make some appointments and that's great. And then it was like, and now I'm going to meditate. Okay, that's great. Let's do that. It really does take care of what you have to take care of. Yeah. Like I totally, the other day forgot I needed to pick my kid up and get somewhere. And I was like, jumped in the car. I took a breath and I do, I mean, I do take breaths. I do fall in and listen. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, this is next. Here it is. And it wasn't me looking at my calendar. It was me breathing. It was me connecting. I will say when you're in those moments, and this is for the audience as well, Deborah and I have been toying with this and having so much fun with this is that we're trying to, obviously we have to have the concept of time because there's stupid things like appointments and you got to pick your kids up, but like, you know, use it loosely. But what we've been experimenting with is if you, if you work with what's called the dragon energy, they're elementals, they're in the fourth dimension. Um, but if you work with the dragon uh, energy, they are, uh, they oversee time and the concept of time in the 3D world. So if you work with them in uh, your energy and you just say, on time, all the time, on time, all the time. I have literally practiced this where I have an appointment that's 35 minutes away and I've left the house and I've only got 15 minutes, but I don't pay attention to the time. I just say I'm on time with plenty of time, on time with plenty of time. And I call oh, really? in that energy and those dragons, they get me there on time with plenty of time. Deborah and I have yeah. both experimented with this. And like the other night when I went downtown, you know, I, I told the universe I was going to say yes to everything. And I get this dinner date and I'm like, oh my God, I hate driving downtown. And it gives me, so and I was like, oh wait, nope. Mm -mm. I'm going to go there. I'm like, I'm going to call on my dragons and they're going to get me on time with plenty of time. And there was no freaking traffic. It, I was so in 5D. I was like, Oh my God, it is 5.15 in Nashville and there is not a soul on the freeway. I should have videoed it because like nobody believes me. There was no traffic on the freeway. And I was like, I know that I'm in another dimension right now and my dragons are like, they're with me. They've got to be because this is too simple. <laughs> I, it is, that's the magic. That's the beauty of it all. That's the trust. I love that. I'm going to use it. Oh, it's brilliant. And Deborah's been using it. She works with hers and she says, I'm on time with plenty of time. And every single time she actually, she uh, runs a charity here called Knit and Crochet Tennessee. And she teaches a lot and she had a class and she left the office and her class was about 45 minutes away. And she only had about, I don't know, 25 minutes to get there. And she's like, nope, calling in the dragons. I'm on time with plenty of time. Not only was she early, but all the students were like, wait a minute, you are never early. You never get here on time on Thursday nights because you've got to drive across town. Like, how the hell did you get here? And she's just like, mm -hmm, magic. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think it's really important to understand too that the universe wants us to use it, that the universe is in full support of that and of you of whatever you need. A lot of people are like, well, I'm, you know, I'm not worthy of accepting that love or support or, or turn it off for whatever mental story they've told themselves. It's so important to say, yeah, this is the way it's supposed to work. I'm allowed to an awakening to my life going smoothly. Oh, and my key. Holy crap. Yeah. When I was driving on that freeway at 515 with zero cars on the freeway, it was like it was a holiday on a Sunday. I mean, there were no cars. And like, I was screaming in my car because I was so giddy and happy. And I was like, I, I did this. Yeah. I created this. I made this yeah. magic happen. Like it is because my guides and my dragons are around me. They're actually, I can feel things moving around in my hair. They must be with me. Hey guys. Um, yeah. Like it, it, I was celebrating it and I was screaming in my car because I was so excited. Like I was like a, a three-year-old going to Disneyland and they were like, oh my God, let's give her more because her chi is off the charts right now. <laughs> it's just beautiful. And exciting. Like really, really mm -hmm. exciting. And I think everybody, I want everybody who listens to this show today to play with the magic because once you get it, you will be jonesing for it because it's freaking awesome. <laughs> so many people that I teach about meditation and um, opening themselves up and doing the healing work and awakening, they go, oh my God, I was asleep. I'm like, yes, you were. And they're blown away about um, the real support and the ease of life and the awareness and the depth and the quality, you know, and it's, they, I have people call me all the time. They're like, this is so weird. I'm like, no, this is reality. This is the truth, not the place where you're shut down and living in fear. This yeah, and there's so much joy, so much. Yes. Joy to be had. And so much wisdom. She's like, oh my God, I can ask something and the answer's there. And I'm like, yes, this yeah. is right. Oh, You're connected. God. This is what being connected looks like. It's magic. It's synchronicity. It's fulfillment. Authenticity. There we yeah. go. Now I can say the word. <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> well, Allison, this has been so much freaking fun. I knew that this was going to go by really fast. I, I, I just want to say kind of a PSA for Allison. Um, she did an amazing session uh, for me a couple of weeks ago. And not only did she bring forth uh, Merlin, but she was able to really clean up and clear out my energy and girlfriend, whatever the freaking thing was that was in my back. My back has felt awesome. I had a lot of back oh, pain that's in my great. upper back and Allison found some junk and some weird shit back there, which didn't surprise me. Um, but my back has been fantastic and, and we got through uh, quite a bit of other stuff and some energy stuff, but it, it's just, it's such a great combination. Um, like I said earlier, I didn't want to pigeonhole you and label you with certain things because you have such a skill set um, an array of so many gifts. And so you don't just go to Allison and get an energy healing. You don't just go and get, uh, you know, to talk to your grandmother or somebody on the other side or just the guides. Like it is a culmination of all of these different modalities that she combines for a transformational healing session, which is so rad. So 
I can definitely, I mean, I'm still talking well, about, you. uh, you know, with everybody at the studio, I'm like, Oh my God, let me tell you about my session with Allison. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Um, but if people are, are interested in, in, you know, having this session for themselves and experiencing them, you know, something like this for themselves and opening up, where do they go to find you? So I have a website that explains a lot of what I do and also lists the classes on meditation um, and connecting to your authentic self. The classes are listed on my website and that is simplyspiritualone.com and it's the number one. I also write a blog there and just talk about some basic principles on what it looks like to meditate, how you move through that. I talk about universal laws, um, some on the ghost stuff and the death stuff, but I really kind of um, haven't been too focused on that yet on the website. So it is about healing, and I love helping people wherever they are. I listen to their souls, and your soul always knows how to heal, and that's why I use so many different skills, because I'm going to be there in the now moment with you as you unfold. And my job is to interpret and release the stuck energy from your body. So simply spiritual one.com. I love it. Well, thank you for coming on today and sharing your wisdom. Thank you. You are just wonderful. Your wisdom, your gifts on nature and healing connected to the land and feng shui. It's just wonderful. Thank you for being you. Oh, give me more. I'll take it. I like it. <laughs> <It's> wonderful. <laughs> no, but really, thank you. I mean, it, it's amazing to have healers like you on the show. And I think it's really, um, I love it. the whole reason I wanted this podcast was so that I could have amazing, deep uh, spiritual conversations with amazing women, especially like you, um, and just really bring awareness and show people that there is a better way. There's, there's a better way to live and there's a better way to being on this planet and magic does exist. It's easier. <laughs> it does exist. <laughs> I don't know who said this quote, but it is, I think really applicable to this show today. The application of magic boils down to two ordinary mental skills, attention and intention. So I ask all of you today, where are you putting your attention? What things are you really giving currency to that are serving you and maybe not serving you? And where are you putting your intentions? Are they serving you or not serving you? I think if I gleaned anything from today's show, it's just really about paying attention to the gifts that we all harbor and understanding that the world would be less without them. So really start putting your attention and intention into the right things. All right, everyone. I hope that you've enjoyed this show today. Don't forget, I will be at Half Moon Yoga this weekend, teaching how to remove negative energy. The class starts at 3 p.m. You can find more information on the website, interiorvibes.com. I've also got enrollments still open for New Year New Energy if you're interested. And don't forget to check out Easy Everyday Habits to be more eco-friendly. All right, everyone, thanks for joining me today. If you'd like more information, head on over to the website, interiorvibes.com. And hey, trust the vibe because the energy never lies.